been written down. We're going to read a scripture, maybe read it once, read it over twice, and then just ask the Lord to speak to us about that scripture. We all know the primary way that God speaks to us is through the word of God, right? Through the Bible. And so we are going to read a passage of scripture. I think these are just single verses in this case. Maybe one or two of them have two verses together. But um, take a passage, read it, and then just let the Lord speak to us about it. And then I want you to write down, I'm going to hand out pens, I'm going to write down what you think the Lord is saying to you through this passage right now. And you're not writing a thus saith the Lord kind of a thing. This is just your thoughts, your notes. What, what, is, what is coming to mind as you read through the scripture a couple times and just listen for a minute? And I want you to write that down. And there are several of them written down on the sheet, so we're just going to go through them one at a time. Um, not together, just on your own. This is what we're doing today, okay? So psych yourself up for this. And we're g it's going to be like 10 or 15 minutes. I know this is a little unusual. This is not the normal kind of thing that we do in church, most of us. Um, but it's a really good thing to do. Um, and it's the kind of thing I would love to see us do on our own once in a while. I started doing this on my own a while back, and I found it to be really, really beneficial to me personally, just to listen to God speak to us through Scripture. And I know we all have God speak to us through Scripture all the time. But sometimes to give God that extra focus, that extra dedication of I'm going to read this and I'm going to let you speak to me about it right now. It's really kind of amazing how readily God is willing to do that. It's almost as if the Holy Spirit is always willing to speak to us through the word of God. He is. Yes, that was sarcasm. Okay. So um, we're going we're gonna to do this together. And then at the end, um, at the end I wrote, now journal. What does the Lord have in store for you in 2018? And so after you've gone through these, I want you to just start writing. Write a paragraph, write two paragraphs. You can synthesize the things you wrote, whatever you feel like God is saying to you right now. What does God have in store for you in 2018? Again, this isn't a like something you have to tack on the wall now for the rest of the year and hold yourself to or anything like that. This is just you expressing what you're feeling like the Lord is saying right now. Um, let's, yeah, let's leave it at that. Hand these out. And uh, you do not need Bibles. I wrote down the verses. Um, could you pass? I know some of you need pens and for this side. For those who don't have a pen, here's a pen. Pass it around. Um, so make sure everybody has a paper and a pen. The verses are written down there. We're not going to go through them together. I'm just going to set you free to go through these. Yes. Use larger print next time. Okay. I apologize for that. I I did not take that into account. I apologize. I didn't intentionally make it small to annoy you. That was just a mistake. Um, if you want a little more space, there's couches over here. Feel free to move around a little bit. If you want to lie on the floor or something crazy, you can do that. Feel free to move around. Like I said, we're going to spend you know, 10 minutes at least on this. So I encourage you to just go through them. Just go through them in order. If you don't get anything for one passage, that's okay. You can go on to the next one. Um, and then at the end, just write, what do I feel like the Lord is saying to me now about this next year? And afterwards, if anybody wants to share, they'll be welcome to. You will be required to, obviously, or anything like that. So Lord, let me just pray to start us off. Father God, we thank you for your word. And we thank you that you want to speak to us all the time. You want to lead us into your will and lead us into 
the perfection of Jesus Christ that you've already called us to. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak to us now through your word. We thank you that you are happy to do so. And we ask that you would help us to, to focus, to listen. And we thank you that you're going to speak. In Jesus' name, amen. for yourself and your family, for the church. I'm not going to put any limits on what the Spirit wants to do this morning. So every verse you want us to do? Yeah. And like I said, if you don't get anything for any specific verse, that's fine. Take your time. There's no rush, no pressure. Like I said, this is this is the sermon for today. The Holy Spirit already wrote it down a long time ago.
again. Um, if you haven't finished, you can use some more time to it. Um, look over what you wrote. church, the modern church, for some reason. Um, we have information all the time and everything's so available to us, I think we've lost the ability to, to get it ourselves. <laughs> and there's something that God does, I think, that's special when we take a passage of scripture and we meditate on it. I usually, I'll grab one. Usually, I'll ask the Lord to give me one or just, you know, throughout my day, throughout my week, a scripture will pop out to me. You know how the Lord does that. When you're reading a scripture or he reminds you of something and you're like, okay, Grab that scripture, take it, write it down, put it in your phone, whatever, and read it. Read it over and over and over again. Pray about it. Ask God to tell you what it means. Look at the rest of the Bible around you to look at the context for what it means. You can eventually even look up what other smart people have said about what it means. And, and let the Lord speak to you and let the, the word of God just sort of permeate through you. Um, I found that to be, I don't know, it's a life-changing thing, honestly. The word of God has the power to really change who you are and what's going on. I find this to be beneficial, as have most followers of Yahweh for 4,000 years or so. And we've forgotten how to do it. I don't know why. Chris? Uh, a little bit. I just did a bit of a shout out. And, um, the pastoring that, that took place in putting this together. I mean, you just open up a, a book of sermon notes and find you, you prayed over these scriptures and you're helping people to feed themselves. child of God, even if it takes a while, we always have a heart of repentance. You know, I mean, we have to get some healing, we have to, you know, get whatever, but, you know, David is a great example, so thank you for putting all that together. Does anybody else want to share something that God gave them, or something that they heard that they felt was maybe for the for the body? I, feel, I, I was worried that it would just be like, I read it, listen, I didn't hear anything, I'm done. So, so I figured putting several that all have kind of similar themes would maybe help us to kind of think a little bit more. Um, Pastor Trudy. Uh, 
Um, I would like to share something that came out in that prayer appointment a few nights ago, mm -hmm. and it has to do with the verse Lamentations 3, 22, 23, you know, his love and mercy, steadfast love never ceases. Right prior to that, it says, because of the Lord's great love, I am not consumed. And that means we are, for me personally that night, as I laid a number of things on the <laughs> altar, not consumed by anxiety. Mm -hmm. I am not consumed mm -hmm. by grief. I am not consumed by fear of the future. I am not consumed by my own crazy, wild, wacky thoughts. I am not consumed by these things because every day his love and mercy, which are bound in my heart, they will never see, they never cease. His love and mercy is brand new and fresh every morning. And and um, there's just nothing. I'm not consumed. I am not consumed. I'm declaring we are not consumed by our circumstances, by other people's circumstances, by what we perceive to be as such a disaster. We're just not consumed by any of it. And that just entered my heart. And may that bring... Awesome. Encouragement and courage to us all. That's Thanks. cool. That was a great sermon right there. Yeah, that, that's that excellent. Great. Thank you. I only thought it meant that I'm not burned up in hell. <laughs> I, I, I never that's what I said to Anne. I said, I always thought that is because I had a harsh father who, you know, it took me a long time to even trust that God was my Abba. And um, so I always thought, we're just not consumed because of our sins, you know. But no, we're not consumed by all these things. And it was this prayer minister who brought that forth and I was like, wow! This yeah. is true! <laughs> and, and Jesus, you know, in the parable of the sower, where he goes out and sows the seed and it falls in different kinds of soil, the, the weeds grow and they choke out, they consume the plant that grew up. Yeah. And they kill it. And Jesus said that those weeds are the cares of this world. Yeah. The things. Those are the things that consume us, I think, so often. Yeah. And so that's... That the was burdens that we are not meant to carry. Well, we're meant to carry only so far as bringing them to the altar and then leaving them there, which is the hard part. That was, that was really good. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else want to share? That's hard to follow. I love the first verse because um, so many times I focus on getting out of the wilderness, getting out of the desert. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. That's my goal. I don't want to be in the wilderness or desert anymore. And he clearly says, I'm doing a new thing because things are springing forth in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He isn't telling me I'm leaving these places. I'm just getting the provision I need in these places. Well, and if you have rivers and things springing forth in the desert, is it even a desert anymore? No, but see, it's changing the desert into a beautiful, lush place. You yeah. know, instead of focusing on, surely this isn't still the plan, I've got to get to there, yep. it becomes. Surely you are everything, and then you watch it change here. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. While we were worshiping, I had a picture of some of my biggest cares, particularly why minister, because I believe you're a safe place, and I needed to stand with my son, who was going into his third week staying sober. Amen. If nothing Amen. else came out of our trip, break a drug addiction. Praise it's God. Cute. So I see him seated with Christ. He doesn't acknowledge God right now, but no. <laughs> but um, but I've given permission to see him as God sees him, and 
that instead of the old. But spiritually, put aside the old and say, mm-hmm. this is who we are, this is who we are. So it was worth it. Let's pray. Can we, can we pray for Nick? For, for him? Yeah, Tim. Father God, we lift up Tim to you, and we thank you for this victory that you're leading him into. We thank you for the first steps, which can be the hardest sometimes. And I pray just for an extra measure of your grace all over from now on, God, to, to keep the path. And, and now that he has um, begun to throw off this I'll just say demonic mm-hmm. influence yes. over his life that keeps him from hearing you and seeing you for who you are. I pray that now the, the light of your truth and your love would shine through to him. And we just declare a breaking and a falling of that stronghold in Jesus' name. We declare yes. that broken. We cast down his own thoughts or every yes. any idea that would raise itself up against the knowledge of Jesus yes. Christ. And we pray that you would uh, be proclaiming that truth to him, and you would he would see it now. That you would just open his eyes, and then just all of a sudden he'd be like, "Oh my goodness, God is real! I feel him! I see him!" And then it would just be a miraculous thing. That's what we ask for. We ask that 2018 would be his year, yeah. the year of his testimony for the rest of his life. Would you cleanse his imagination? Mm-hmm. Cleanse every thought, every idea. Every automatic response, every automatic reaction Mm -hmm. to run to anything that would soothe him other than you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we we praise you and thank you for our good minds, our good brains. We pray for Tim's brain that you would heal his brain from this addiction as you are healing my brain from my addiction. Mm -hmm. And I praise you and thank you, Father God, that there is nothing too difficult for you that science the the science of our brains is catching up to what you have said all along that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds and so we pray that over tim and we pray that over all of us in jesus name yes praying praise bless her and bring her in this on and then on the victory yes sir father I want to pray that Tim would be one of those as he's being healed he would be used to heal there's a multitude of people Mm. and it's going to be worse and worse all the time with the legalization of uh, this Mm. drug that more that he would be one of those used to bring people to freedom, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. beyond, it, it, maybe mm-hmm. it's hard to even imagine that. But we just proclaim that now. Mm-hmm. We agree here on earth mm-hmm. that he would be one of those who helps so many who are maybe psychologically uh, addicted or whatever it is with the legalization of marijuana, all of these things that, and and. The, how that brings in the enemy. So we just pray as he's healed, he finds healing, Jesus, 
that he would see you and that you would use him for your glory. Thanks, church. Um, this was this was good. This is who we are, right? Um, I do have a couple of quick announcements. The children are dismissed. Are dismissed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a little out of order. Uh, we have the offering box there. Um, there's, I think, some snacks, coffee out here. Um, small groups. Uh, the Sunday afternoon small group will be on January 14th, so that's next Sunday. Um, and during that time, Jenna is going to start up her dance group as well. And is that just for kids or anybody who wants to? Or open to all ages. Open to all ages. It'll so be on the 14th, right? On the 14th, yep. Well, yep. I always want potluck for those who are going to be a part of this small group. You can tell them about the other. There's another one. Yep, there will be another week. small group that we'll be starting, I don't know, sometime in the next few weeks. Um, we don't have a date yet, but we will let you know. Um, and then uh, there's going to be a Super Bowl party yeah. happening, but that will be on the Super Bowl. And it's my birthday the next day. And it's Naomi's birthday. Golf. So it's really a birthday party for Naomi. Uh-huh. <laughs> where two teams play football. That's, that's what we did last year. We had a Naomi birthday party. And At your house. We had candles and everything. And it was your amazing. old house. At my old house. And we're going to at Julie's. Yes, we would like to welcome you to our home. For that, and if you have young children, we have wonderful little sliding hills off our driveway, and an ice rink Whoa. that the neighbor keeps a pond that's right there, real Whoa. close. And um, we would love to have you come to our home. So even if you don't like January football, four. even if you don't January like football, no, February, February, February. I'm sorry. February. Two small groups starting up. One is going to be with you, and we just need to pick a date when, when and where we're going to do it. Okay. Um, the other is Sundays, roughly every other Sunday. After this, and after we fellowship and hang out, then they eat together, and then they have like a Bible study. And I've asked the, particularly the young couples who have kids, who, who it's harder to get here other times, they're going to come to that one on the 14th. And then uh, I've asked some of the singles to join us. And your group would be for everybody else. Anybody else? Anybody wants to. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about having somebody in your house, or where? Um, it was going to be somebody's house other than here, for sure. Yes. So that's what Ann's doing. You're going to be doing the. We're we're starting something. Right. Yeah. We're, 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 we're still cooking it up. It's still cooking. Okay. Okay. No, not yet. Not yet. But we will, as soon as we I can, we will let you know. Yeah, a weeknight. Include a supper house. So what? That would include a supper. So people could come right to work, eat with us. Mid- midweek, maybe, something like that. That's what I think. Right, a midweek supper. Yeah. Um, Paul's doing a seminar uh, at Redeemer in Quinley on January 27th. That is a Saturday. I'll probably be there with him, too. Although, Sarah, <laughs> although Sarah's gone. Probably. Uh, also, remember next week I'll be gone. 
Um, so please keep me in prayer. And next week, keep me in prayer. And Chris is leaving this week, so please keep him in prayer. Um, I presume the Vikings will win next Sunday. Just in faith, I'm going to declare that. <laughs> and so then the following Sunday, um, the following Sunday, which would be the 21st, I think, um, we'll do the NFC Championship game, and we'll just invite everybody over to our house if anybody wants to watch it. Uh, uh, so we'll have to come over and do that. Yeah. Uh, presuming the Vikings win, which of course they will be. Because they're on the your well, the championship game will be in two weeks, and the Super Bowl's in four weeks. Both football, both fun. Well, I think it's, I think it's the kind of the birth of the fellowship of these small groups. Yeah, like the, 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 more, the more excuses to do fellowship, the better. That's right. And so that's all, that's all these are. If you and the only clarification I'm asking is the thing you were talking about, like potluck event is... So if you want to be a part of the dance thing, that would be also the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. The 14th, right after church. Okay, and that's so the that dance small group. Dance is part of that small group because yeah. it'll start oh, after And if you want to do both small groups, or that small group plus the dance group, or just go to everything. That's what I say. Yeah. I think there's term icebreakers kind of hit me. Uh, it's really strategic to invite people maybe to go yeah. to think maybe connecting and when you do something a little less religious yep. yeah. to start um, especially with some of the younger people you know builds relationship yep. and we've been playing for this for a long time and I God even if you don't like football this is a good way yes. to just come together because there's always somebody else who may not be that into it when, see what the Lord does. when Andrew Anderson and I started at the Young Adult Church at the U of M, we started it by having parties. We just had people over to hang yeah. out. Right. Because that's a less creepy way, you know, to do stuff. And we had a Super Bowl party that first year right here in the basement. The basement was a smaller then. Uh -huh. uh, but right here in the basement, and we invited this guy to come who wasn't a Christian. He got saved, what became a part of our church, wow. is still living with the Lord now. Wow. And so, parties are good. There's a reason Jesus always had parties. Everywhere you look, he's eating and drinking. So much that the religious folks are like, you're a glutton and a drunkard. All you do is party. And Jesus is like, yeah, all I do is party. But in a good way. And so, uh, yeah. invite people. That's a great place to invite people. So, go in peace. Serve the Lord. Way to kick off the new year well. And please continue to do that. Send us, you know, prayer requests if there's specific things that you have that we can put in the updates. Or if you don't want them in the updates but you want people praying, let me know. And we can pray for that too. How far from Council Rapids? Uh, like three and a half hours. Wow. So it's, it's a little bit of a drive. That's a commitment. Wow. Yeah, it's a little drive. But I'm praying for good weather. There and back. Especially good, I'm especially praying for good weather on the way back because I'm hoping to catch some of the Vikings game. Are you leaving at 5 in the morning? No, no, it doesn't start until after lunch on Saturday. So I'll just leave, leave at a decent time. All right, God bless everybody. Fellowship on your way out.